Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio network with the Lavender Sky team that focuses on Alzheimer's and dementia of Morningstar Senior Living. And we've just uh, been introduced to an amazing program that started our segment off um, this hour. And we are going to move on to this amazing gentleman, which is Mr. Ignacio Lopez. And uh, Ignacio, you are kind of the dementia resident expert, quote unquote, of a brand new community going in in Northern California. So Ignacio, welcome to this segment of Answers for Elders. I'm excited to learn about your community. Well, thank you for having us. And yes, my community is at Morningstar Senior Living. We are a standalone memory care community in Northern California for Morningstar. We're located Mm -hmm. in San Jose at 3930 Williams Road. Uh, our information center is also here next to our community that's getting built. And we're excited about our community because we are embracing our residents uh, as a whole. Uh, what sets us apart from other communities is that we actually have dedicated spaces for our residents. As you can see behind me, the renderings, we have a dedicated yeah. art studio. We have a dedicated fitness center. We have multiple living areas. We have two dining rooms. So a resident doesn't have to be constrained to one place to eat. They can go up the elevator. They can go down the elevator if they have the cognitive ability to do so and pick wherever they want to, wherever they want to have their meal. We also have a wonderful sky terrace, which is an amazing uh, feature to our community. There's going to be umbrellas with chairs out there. If a family member Mm -hmm. wants to have a dinner al fresco outside, we can set them up outside like, like in a fancy restaurant. We want our residents' experience with us to be the best. Basically, yeah. a cruise ship on land. That's what we want it to be. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Our residents are not going to be con- confined to one common space like most of the competitors that I have around me are. Yeah. You know, you're in the one room and everybody's doing the same thing. We're not going to do that. You know, we well, want our residents. So... Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it's so important to keep the mind active that they Absolutely. have, that they're making choices. Every minute, every day, even if it's as simple as I'm going to go to uh, this area to paint as opposed to do something, it's making those choices helps them, you know, work their mind. Is that, I mean, and I'm sure that's the strategy behind all this, is it not? Absolutely. You know, with our Lavender Sky, our approach is that we enter their world. You know, we want to, we're there to serve them. Okay, Mm -hmm. so if they want to do something, we're not going to say, no, no, we're doing this right now. No, no, no. we're going to go with them on their little journey. We're going to go what they what they want to do. We're going to have staffing to do that. You know, so we enter their world. We go with them. We embrace them for their individuality. We embrace them for Mm -hmm. who they are. And and we explore the world with them, you know, and that's that's by having uh, person centered care. I know everybody says person centered care. They have their own way of packaging it but with our community the way our community is set up that's exactly what we can do you know because anybody can say person-centered care but has everybody in one room they're not doing person-centered care. no no and here's the other thing that i think is important for families to hear is we touched on it earlier it's like 
no matter how advanced somebody has Alzheimer's or dementia, that relationship that you have with your loved one, whether it's grandfather and granddaughter, whether it's uh, mother and son or father and daughter, whatever that is, the most important thing you can do for that loved one is keep that relationship consistent. I think a lot of times um, what happens is, is that we take too much on as family members. Um, we tend to step into the quote unquote parenting role, which doesn't work. <laughs> um, you know, I know I learned the hard way. I couldn't even go to a doctor appointment, you know, and I would speak up for my mom and she'd get angry with me because I was the daughter and she was the parent. My mom was a very, you know, uh, you're, you speak when, you know, it's appropriate. <laughs> she was very, and that never changed. Um, you know, I can remember times when I took her out to a restaurant when she had advanced dementia, you know, and, and we went to a Chinese restaurant. She loved Chinese food, but I would take her out, but here's, she yelled at some guy that was wearing a baseball cap inside because it was not appropriate to, for men to wear hats inside. Right. And I was like, I didn't know how to handle it at the time. I was embarrassed and I didn't realize that I could have handled things in a better way. And I think one of the resources is not only for, for an organization like you to have the support network of the senior or the individual that has Alzheimer's, but it's also the support and education that you're giving families. Absolutely. And that to me is so valuable and certainly was it was my lifeline as I was learning along the way caring for my mom because I learned now wow you know I could put this in a different way or I don't have to be accurate all the time with people it's like the the professionals they know if mom says you know on a scale from one to ten what's your pain level and they always say three because that's all they know <laughs> they know that they're in more pain but the idea is, is that I don't have to do it for them and I can stay the daughter or I can stay the son or the grand grandchild. And I think that's one of the things that's so valuable about a program like yours, Ignacio. Absolutely. That's one, one of the major things that we do with families is educate them on the disease. You know, we're the mm -hmm. professionals. We want you to come visit and we want you to come visit as a son. We want you to come visit as a daughter. We want you to come visit as a spouse not as a caregiver. Mm -hmm. Let us take yeah. care of that. Enjoy your time yeah. while you're here. And when you're gone, rest assured that your loved one is well taken care of. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think too, as uh, you know, you brought up spouses, a spouse, it, it's huge because it's so difficult for a spouse to, you know, to walk that line of caring for their, you know, their significant other, but they're in a situation where they oftentimes give up their entire life because they don't have the ability to live a quality life. And one of the things that I've always encouraged with families, it's like, you know, you have a right to quality of life too, you know, and finding that balance between that, that significant other, that's a, that's a caregiver, that's throwing their life into caring for their loved one is admirable, but it also isn't good in the long term. I mean, I've, how many times have we seen uh, loved ones get strokes or, you know, just be overwhelmed because they are pushing themselves too far in things. And I think that's the service that you guys really offer is quality of life for both. Absolutely. A perfect example of this is uh, we just had our 
our monthly adult caregiver support group for family members who take care of their loved ones at home that suffer from dementia. And mm -hmm. a, a gentleman came and his, he was distraught. His main concern was that my wife recognizes my sons, but she doesn't recognize me. Oh. Every day I have to tell her who I am because she's scared of me. She picks up the phone and calls my kids to say, hey, who is this man here with me? Yeah. So we had to, had, it's an education moment. It's like, you know something? Mom remembers you like the hottie you were in college. That's who her husband is. Okay. Yeah. They, they told, she, he said that they met in college and then it was a wonderful romance. And I said, well, that's who she remembers, you know? So it wouldn't be bad to carry a picture and say, hey, look, this is us in college. You know, I'm your husband. Yeah. You're safe with me. You know, we yeah. just, we just age, you know, and, and yeah. go to a mirror and show both of their reflections and say, hey, this is us. You know, but, you know, not force her to, to sit with you or don't grab her hand. Don't force her, but just go with her on another journey and try to, you know, see what we're going to, where we're going to go with this. Yeah, and the kids yeah. call mom and say, no, mom, that's dad. You know, you've been married for 60 years and she'll calm down, but she still won't want to say, well, who's that man? Yeah. So he was yeah. really, he was really distraught about that. So we gave him a little bit of education. Um, so we gave him a little bit of some tools that he could use. And mm -hmm. uh, he just called yesterday saying that it was working. Yeah. Well, and I think too, when, when you're really looking at the whole picture and dynamic of a family too, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, that the children need to understand too, because again, ch child comes from out of town and says, why is there this big fuss over dad? He seems perfectly normal to me, but dad's going to be very different with mom um, or somebody else. So well, understanding that there is a there's a dynamic in place that happens with families and helping the family. I think one of the biggest challenges that I've found is bringing all the family members together on a common goal because um, everybody has their different um, interpretation. And I'm sure with your caregiver support groups, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so Ignacio, we have about two minutes left. Tell us a little bit about your community, where you're located, and when's your protected over, um, opening? Okay. So, again, my community is in Northern California, San Jose, California. Our specific address is 3930 Williams Road in San Jose. And our information center is right next to the building where we can give you a virtual tour. We can show you everything about our community, how what makes us special and different from other communities. Uh -huh. And we are scheduled to open in January, late January. But we are taking coming are up taking there, my friend. Yes, we are taking reservations. We are uh, making members of our Founders Club, and our Founders Club members get uh, many perks. So, if uh, anyone out there who needs our services, please reach out. I can be reached at wvalley.ed at mstarliving.com, or you can go to our website. Well, I'm excited to learn more and. Um, hopefully we'll get a chance to go down and, and uh, view your amazing community. And I have no doubt that someday Morningstar may be up here in the Pacific Northwest too. We never know since you guys are making such an amazing expansion. Yes, you are amazingly well. And, and, and you're yes. such a valuable resource. And of course, the mission behind 
um, what Morningstar does and all of the different aspects of who you are, I think is really so impressive. And our next, you know, the, the last half of our hour, we are going to be dealing with the director of our Lavender Sky program, which is amazing. And it's a real philosophy behind Alzheimer's and dementia and working with families. And so for everyone, um, I hope to stay with us with the hour and I'm going to be back very soon with Rebecca Martin. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.